what it means that Jesus gave everything. That in response, we might surrender more fully to you and we might be more fully like him. In Jesus' name we ask, amen. Please be seated. We'll talk for a few minutes tonight about communion, specifically about the communion that took place on the last night of his life. That particular night, there are a few details that you need to know to understand how significant, how important it was to him. The first is it was the last night of his life. He knew the end was coming. And if you know the end is coming, whatever it is you say in the time you have left is going to have great significance. We also know that in Luke's gospel, he tells the disciples, I have eagerly desired to have this Passover with you. This is a meal that Jesus really wanted. It is a meal in our gospel reading that says he puts it in an undisclosed location. He does not want to be interrupted. He knows Judas is coming. I think he even knows where. But he wants this meal to happen. There is something really significant about this meal that he wants with them. I want us to understand why it is so important. Passover was one of three major festivals that the Jews were expected to travel and be a part of if they were able. I would make the argument, biblically speaking, that Passover was the most significant. And here is why. It's referenced more than any of the rest of them. Throughout the rest of the scriptures in the Old Testament, they keep coming back to that moment when they were slaves and God rescued them. When God brought them out of bondage through the sea and he made them his people. This is a defining festival for them. It's an identifier of who they are in Yahweh. And it's filled with symbolism. All these different meanings. And I want for a moment to give us an analogy. I want us to try to understand how much Passover would have meant for them so we have a better idea of what Jesus did that night. Tim, would you come up for a second? Just kind of to the center here. And hold that for everyone to see. Everybody in this room knows what that is. And it has huge significance for those of us who call ourselves Americans. This is part of our identity. How we became a country. How our states came together. Sacrifice, courage. I want to read 
colors of the flag were deliberately chosen to represent a theme that our founding fathers felt was important to the building of our nation. It's not just a piece of cloth. The colors aren't just random. Red stands for courage, hardiness, and bloodshed. Courage because our country is based on the courage of separating from what we once knew, courage of starting over, courage of fighting for freedom. Hardiness because our founding fathers believed our country will outlast the land that we came from and bloodshed to honor all those who lost their life for our freedom and our country. White stands for purity and vigilance. Purity because our country is independent and not corrupted by any other country. Vigilance because our country needs to be alert and careful in the choices we make. Blue stands for justice and perseverance. Justice because it is the basis of our country and perseverance because although our nation is young, we will stand strong against all opposition. That flag stands for our identity as Americans. And there is a reason that people get up in arms when it is disrespected, and rightfully so. Now for a moment, I want you to imagine that Tim holds the flag up and begins to redefine its meaning. What would that mean? Who would accept that? No individual can just suddenly begin to redefine what the flag stands for, how it identifies us. But that's exactly what Jesus does in the Passover. Thank you, Tim. You see, the meal that he is celebrating is a Passover meal where the people are identified by passing through the sea. They're identified by Sinai. They're identified by where they stood and they took blood and it was sprinkled onto the altar and a covenant was made and they were the people of God. And yet, he takes that bread and instead of that bread being the symbol of how we had to quickly leave, he says, this is my body. And you can just imagine all of these Jews who have been celebrating Passover all of their lives. This is my body. What does that even mean? And then later on, and it's interesting in Mark's account in particular, he has them drink the wine, and then he says, and that is my blood of the new covenant. Now, anybody in here I would imagine you'd be utterly grossed out by the thought of drinking blood. But if you are Jewish, he just took primary symbols of the Passover and he redefined them. And he says, now, when you do this, you are Jesus' people. You are part of a new covenant. I fulfilled everything in the Old Testament. And now every time you receive this bread, every time you receive this wine, it says, 
You're my people. This is your identity. This is who you are in me. I gave my body, and it's interesting in Greek, there's two words, sarx and soma. Sarx is flesh, and it means flesh. Paul will take it and he'll talk about our sinful nature. But soma, it means body. And it will include the soul, the totality of who we are. It's life. When he says, this is my body, it's not flesh. And it's not flesh versus blood. Both of them are life. It's the reason that you can come forward and we would love always, if you can, for people to receive both. But if you don't receive the wine, you didn't get half. They are both the life of Christ. And this is what we believe as Anglicans. You are not just coming forward and saying, I remember. That's part of it. You are coming forward and you are receiving Jesus. We call it a sacrament because we believe God is actually doing something in this moment. That Christ is present in some mysterious way. He is here in the sacraments. And when you come forward, it's very interesting. In the Old Testament, when the covenant is made, the blood is sprinkled onto the altar. Where is the blood put now? In to us. Because the life of Christ is coming into us as we receive. This is a moment of remembering and of strengthening. It is a moment of, in faith, of receiving the Lord Jesus. And you know what? It symbolizes our unity because we all receive the same Lord. The same Lord, the same bread. It's our symbol of being unified in the body of Christ. When you come forward tonight, it is not just a wafer. And it's not just a port, which is the wine we use. It is Christ, by faith, to strengthen, to unify, to remember. We are his people. That's our identity before everything else. We're Jesus' people. Would you pray with me? Father, we may never fully grasp all that Jesus did, what it cost, what it accomplished, the enormous depth and height and length and width that Paul prays about of your love. But I pray that every person in this room who knows Jesus Tonight, as we receive, 
we would get a stronger glimpse of the vast love with which we are loved. We would know that we are the people of Jesus. We would know that we are part of something bigger than all of the individuals in this room. We're part of the church universal. Lord, touch the hearts of your people tonight in the gift that you gave us of the Eucharist. In Jesus' name, amen.